Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Digital Noir Presents, a podcast loosely based around life in a digital studio. Got my co-host as always, Nicholas Bozic. It's great to be here, guys. Thanks. And uh, Christo Maps. Hey, guys. And I'm your host, Sam. And today we're going to have a chat about e-commerce. So where are we going to kick that off there, I reckon, Nick? E-commerce. What's the weirdest thing you've ever bought online? The weirdest thing? Oh, jeepers. I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I don't know. What's the weirdest thing you've ever bought online? I don't remember. Well, we're going to come up with something now. Okay. Gonna be, uh, what were we talking <coughs> about before? What was the first thing you ever bought online? Good question. We're trying to figure that. It's got to be, for me, it's got to be like back in high school, it's right? It's like pretty it's much remembering like when you were born almost yeah I think it was the, the first thing i ever bought online wasn't mm. a wasn't a, a product but it was a, a digital product it was real media player and for some oh. reason this is in like i'd say 2000 or 1999 and i had some format of video that i'd ripped from somewhere that i couldn't play like flv or something yeah like. and like i couldn't get a cracked version of what i wanted yeah back Geez, that was back in the day. I used to get <laughs> CD ROMs from yeah. a guy of like crack software, so it'd have like and it, it, it'd have like a really cool um, menu that he'd make. It was like Master McCracken's software, <laughs> like, do, 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 you know, crazy music and intro yeah. and like yeah. you go through and it had, he'd just have all hacked or cracked um, software. Part software, yeah. yeah. And then so, but I couldn't play this thing anyway. I remember asking my dad, "Can I borrow your credit card? It's gonna be like twenty bucks." And he's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna do it online. It's crazy." <laughs> I remember thinking it was like, you know, is, is, am I going to get this product? Is it actually mm-hmm. going to come through? But yeah, it did. What like is it? it? Oh, no. So what? It's it's a digital. It was like a like a movie like play, mo- like real, real media. Oh, play. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, real yeah. media. Yeah, play? yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Kind of like Winamp and all those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is yeah. interesting though. Like I don't remember that as much. But like, what was it like that kind of transition going from like, yeah, buying things from the store to buying things online? Like, was it kind of scary buying a lot of stuff at first? I didn't find it scary, but I think a lot of people did. Yeah, definitely. I, I reckon I bought stuff on eBay before I went over to the UK. So 2005, 2006, I had an eBay account and I bought a few things. But I reckon headphones maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I always found it more dangerous, like going to like, I don't know, like Asia and using a credit card in a shop. Like cause you used to do like sure. clone your credit mm. card, like even more so than, you know, online shopping even back then. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I never found it that dangerous. There definitely was, I think, going back then. So sort of like before Web 2.0, there was a time, especially in Australia, but you know, people were, did not want to spend money online. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't want to put their credit card details in yeah. for anything, mm. and there wasn't a huge amount, I think, of you know, of stuff happening, especially in Australia. Mm. But when I went across the UK, two thousand and seven, and started working in web over there, like mm-hmm. e- e-commerce was was sophisticated like yeah I, i'd say 10 years ahead of australia in really? general. yeah, yeah wow. in terms of like uptake of just people trading online so because mm-hmm. amazon came in i think 2006 2007 yeah. yeah so like you know your high street electronic retailers or your mm-hmm. harvey normans that kind of stuff yeah. they all had big ebay presences big amazon presences so like if you wanted to buy say a set of headphones mm. yeah you know the you go to amazon.co.uk and you could pretty much find something in London that you could go and pick up same day, mm-hmm. no postage, mm-hmm. at, you know, decent Amazon prices. And mm-hmm. that forced that competition and the price point down. Right, okay. Because mm-hmm. if you go to a, there's not many independent electronic stores left anymore, but if you go to, I don't know, even like you know, Diamond Photographic or something in the city, I bet they don't mm-hmm. have a very good eBay game. You know, mm-hmm. they, I bet all their stuff's not, you know, synced up from their 
e-commerce store up to eBay and yeah. you know, mm. good presence across all these online marketplaces. I think I, I, I looked at that recently. They just sell um, secondhand stuff on their site. Yeah, yeah they do have diamond. an e-commerce store. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, I think, Amazon, and there's obviously this big talk of Amazon coming into Australia this year about that change in, everyone's, oh, no, it's going to you know, ruin retail. But yeah. uh, if anything, it, I think, improved the overall experience. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll take time there for them to catch up, you know, kind of get their warehouses in order. And sure. once, once their stock level goes up, then prices will probably come down because mm. it's pretty early days. What's the most recent thing you bought online? A game. Mm. Yeah. Limited edition. Really? Yeah. Very expensive. No, it's uh, it costs about thirty bucks, but then like within a year it goes up to like hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. What? Mm. Do you guys find being web professionals that you look at uh, websites, e-commerce sites, in a different light than potentially the punter down the street does? Like, what do you when, when you're going shopping online? What mm. kind of things are you looking for, mm. and what you know, turns you on or off? I think. I mean, if it, Probably from just using it. I mean, I think I use it like everyone else. Mm. But in terms of when something goes wrong, I think I'm a bit more lenient than the average person because okay. I have an understanding of oh, how things okay. work and like I was gonna say things I'm things break all the time. So uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm kind of the opposite actually. I think yeah. I'm a bit more of like a snob these days. Like when things don't work or things break, I'm like ah, it's not that bad. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what Nick was saying, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. You guys agree. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually don't buy that much stuff off. I, I buy like quite a lot off eBay. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I, I suppose like a couple of like subscription kind of sites, but I don't actually buy that much, you know, like clothes or... I, actually, I like buying stuff, you know, on the high street and retail. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I think sometimes when you find the, um, like the right shop that kind of suits you, then you yeah. kind of buy it, you know, again and again. Mm. But I mean, even now there's a lot of those like what are those things called? We get like loot boxes, but it's yeah, like pretty sure. much it has it for everything now. Yeah, like yeah, clothing. Yeah. Like even you've got it for like what drinks, right? Like whiskey or something. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's a, pretty um, cool. Uh, white possum, yeah, white possum. Mm. Yeah, mm. so you get a um, a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of no Australian spirits every okay. month. Mm. So it's like kind of like craft, like craft like independent. It's independent. Yeah, mm. cool. It's cool. Yeah, but yeah. it's like thirty bucks a month, and so you get. They usually sort of five hundred mil bottles, but yeah, yeah. cool stuff that you pretty much have to go to the uh, distillery or whatever to to taste. Mm. Yeah, I think like I mean, going back to like the kind of the fear of online shopping initially, mm. I think it's like a bubble that you know, as soon as you burst that bubble, like in your mind, then you kind of like it's like a free fall <coughs> after that. You sure. just kind of buy. Well, yeah, I think yeah, as soon as you kind of built up that trust, and you're like, oh, yeah. things aren't so bad. You yeah, like like there. like my dad about two years ago, he was mm. like so like paranoid about buying stuff online. And now he just can't stop buying stuff online. Sure. It's like almost a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just a, it was a fear factor for people to get through. Yeah. I think mm. things like, I actually used to shop online a lot more. I, I, I've actually gone back towards, because I used to be more, I probably shop based on price. So I'd always look for the cheapest thing. Yeah. Mm. Like the cheapest. So I'd research the, the crap out of a product and then mm. you know find the cheapest one. And even if it was like three bucks cheaper, it was going to take three weeks. I'd just do it because I mm. wanted the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah. And now I just prefer to go and get it as quick as I can. Like, yeah. You know, not going to fuss about five bucks. Um, but then I think things like Catch of the Day mm. and uh, oh, what's that app called? Like Oz Sale, those kind of discount sites. Yeah. Mm. You know, like being a mofo, that's just wine I buy online. Um, where there's kind of, oh, it's the opportunity of getting a, a crazy deal and, mm-hmm. you know, you've only got 24 hours, you know, that kind of scarcity yeah, yeah. Um, thing. Especially when your credit card's stored and all you got to do is just tap a button basically mm-hmm. and it's, uh, 
going to come to you. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty popular. Yeah. Mm. I think also the other thing that doesn't, well, it's kind of a barrier for me still with online shopping is just the time it takes to actually get what sure. you want. The, the difference in, in the UK and the US, like mm. Amazon Prime working properly, it's yeah. like literally next day delivery or sometimes same day delivery. Yeah, like New York, yeah. same day delivery yeah. on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Is that because the warehouse is so close by? Or is yeah, it just, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I, also I find when I buy things from like the UK, it arrives like twice as quickly as from the States. Yeah. Or it's sometimes faster than... So I buy, yeah, bo- yeah, I buy yeah. books online quite a lot. So yep. Book Depository. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got free shipping worldwide. And yeah, like yeah, honestly quicker than if you bought a book off Dimmicks, I reckon, like mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, so I've got like some points written here. Um, very organized, Nick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm very organized. <laughs> you have some statistics <laughs> for today? I uh, don't actually. Da, 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 da. Next point. Next point. Did you know? I don't know. No. Nah. Um, so let's, let's talk about some advances in photography and videography in online shopping mm. so think nice. things that like when when you see i don't know product images that yeah. are nicer does that make you want to buy a product more 100 percent. Yeah, yeah i mean definitely mm-hmm. for sure and not even subconsciously i think it's 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 merchandising so mm-hmm. if you go, if you if you have a store selling candles and they're all dusty and strewn over the floor mm-hmm. people aren't <laughs> going to want to buy those candles yeah, sure. if they're in a really nice display and a Teak cabinet with you know, incense mm-hmm. burning, and yeah. uh, it's like you get the feeling, and it, you know, it right. sells the product. Merch- visual merchandising mm-hmm. is, you know, what they've always done in retail. Mm-hmm. So why would it be any different online? Mm-hmm. Um, Do you guys have any like examples of so s- I, s- sites that stand I mean, out? Definitely like the Apple Store, right? You know, it's like so clean and just laid out like nicely. Everything I looks. I don't like, like the Apple. I don't like Apple's website. Oh really? No, yeah. I find it. I, I don't like that they keep the the product separate from the shop. Mm-hmm. And you've got that little button that's like buy now. So, you know, if you're looking at iPhone X, mm. you're looking at the like the splash you know, landing page for it. Mm. But then to buy it, you've got to go into the separate shop section. Yeah, it is like it is different how they do it to everyone else. Is it? Yeah. But that the, the, the landing page is, is nice. So that's mm. like what they do well. So Bellroy is obviously an example that we always like. But mm. showing products in, in situations. So Bellroy will take really nice, you know, photos of their wallets and like... Yeah. I don't know in uh, the desert or you know yeah. on water yeah. drop, but you know really really nice sort of product photography yeah. in situation, so you can get a feeling of the texture and the yeah right lifestyle mm. sort of shoot around. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, and it's cool when they do the stop motion stuff. Stop motion of like the really cards cool. going in and out and the wallet kind of closing on its own. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. and all the, all the sort of flat lay unpacking. I suppose more again, it's just if you're going to sell something, what you, a, a good example is is eBay. You look at eBay sellers that do a good job, I think, you know, they have heaps of information about the product. So mm. you scroll down to the, you know, the description mm-hmm. and they'll have, you know, uh, dimensions and, all, you know, more details than just the, the manufacturers given them. Mm-hmm. And they might have like a product review video. Yeah. They're yeah. really you know, selling it the same way they would if you walked into a shop and you have a really good salesperson. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you, the X5 3000. Oh, geez, you yeah. haven't seen this? Actually, oh. that's, that, that's funny because Amazon... I would go into Amazon and not buy anything. I would just look at reviews yep. for like an album or yeah, like a movie yeah. and then I would yeah. go out and buy it somewhere else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think videography, so so if you look at like, uh, I don't know, cnet.com, obviously they don't sell, but um, you know, th- those kind of reviews, like product reviews where people do mm. it. I think, I think companies that do a really good job yeah. of talking about, you know, it's content marketing, yeah. but do a great job of reviewing the product they're selling. Mm. Zappos does an amazing yeah. job. CNET is crazy. They have they've got every every, like every single yeah. model TV they ever made. <laughs> Surf Stitch Australian um, 
Cookies, I think, I think that services went bankrupt, but uh, mm-hmm. Australian e-commerce, massive e-commerce, mm-hmm. and they do video product reviews of like all their surfboards, you know, T-shirts. Yeah, they're going to buy like a hoodie. They look at it, it's like, okay, this is cool. But if mm-hmm. they go in and say, oh, wow, it's got this really cool zip pocket inside mm-hmm. that's got like a cord and room mm-hmm. for your headphones yeah. to go through and you now this lining at the bottom is really strong and mm-hmm. it's going to sell it. Yeah. You know? so well, in, in, um, in ASOS, if you ever bought it, there's like sure. a... They have the model and yeah. like in, in, a, in like a looping video mm. wearing the jacket or whatever and it's got the model height. Yeah. And it's really good because mm. like usually the model's like, I don't know, 180, 190 and you kind of approximate. Yeah. So really I saw good. that, I don't know if it was ASOS, one of the online fashion retailers is now showing um, like different size models in the same uh, outfits too. So they have... Oh, rather oh, than oh that's, yeah. 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 I mean, that's an awesome size, idea for size clothing. Eight, yeah. Like yeah. That, you know, yeah, that is good. Yeah, because usually like dude's like just jacked and yeah. he's like 190 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't recommend this me. t-shirt for <laughs> fat blokes because it's reasonably tight fitting. <laughs> that'll look good on me. I look like that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get at least four sizes bigger than you normal. Yeah. Actually, they do have plus size models, but there's like a special plus size section. Yeah, but it, ma- different it does make sense mm. to show like this is how it's going to look on an average person. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ripped. Yeah, supermodel. Yeah. 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 But tattoos all over their necks. Mm. For some reason, all of them have Next yeah, they got tattoo in the necks. Men, men or yeah. women? Men. All the guys. Yeah. I like, women need more neck tattoos, I think. Yeah, yeah I, don't know, I feel like it's a very strong commitment, though. Yeah. Like, like you've got to be, like, like arrived yeah. to, to get neck tattoos. I, feel I, like. I saw quite a lot of face tattoos in Hobart recently. Really? Mm, significant That's amount. What kind of face tattoos? Like, what like kind of stuff? Classy like, face tattoos? No, I don't think there's such a thing as a classy face tattoo. Well, maybe. I, maybe uh, like a teardrop? A clear do- teardrop is not classy, <laughs> I think. Just the Southern Cross on the right cheek. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I like sort of a big, like, gun muzzle just coming up. The yeah, neck. Nice. Sort of smoke coming up onto the <laughs> oh, cheek. Nice. Like okay. a snake that wraps around your neck. Yeah, that's good. Comes up onto yeah. the face. Just mum. So they've written the <laughs> yeah. Mustache. A teardrop that says like, mum. I like, um, like, the only one I like is because uh, of, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He's got one on the back of his head. But then if he has hair, you can't see it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. See, um... <laughs> Action Bronson just got a massive new one on the side of his side of his head. Oh, really? Does it kind of like fade into his hairline kind of thing? It's yeah, it's like half his head. Okay. <laughs> My barber got his whole head done. It's, yeah, it's kind of. Which one? Which barber? Ash. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. His whole head. Yeah, he's like got so he's all his neck bald as well. Yeah. Well, he, he grows his hair out. Okay. Yeah. Does it does it affect hair growth if you get it on your head? I don't believe so. Okay. I have no idea. Oh. I'm gonna say no. Okay. Clogs yeah. up the follicles. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably the best place to get them. You grey hair. You can't see it. Yeah, right. true. Yeah. Will, you, you will you get a head tattoo, Nick? It means you have to be bald to see it as well if you want to yeah, show yeah, it. I don't know. I'm not confident how much, like, if I'm, like, older and I lose my hair. It's a big risk. Podcast yeah, listeners, that's true. if we launch an e-commerce site <laughs> that is dedicated to Nick getting a head yeah. tattoo, can we get 15 orders? Depends what the head tattoo is first. Uh, fa- your, oh, so there's a Steve-O, like your face. <laughs> my face on top of my head. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'm like, a, what's that? Like the statue with the, the heads around the, the heads on the side and the back? Oh, yeah. And that's some kind of religious thing. Like maybe. a Mount Rushmore of like different faces. No, like, like Greek uh, god. No, it's like a Tibet, like Tibet, I don't know, it's one of those oh, things yeah, that sure. spin around. Maybe it's Indian, I don't know. Such culture. Yeah. Really All right, let's, let's move on. Podcast. Let, okay, let's move on to the next. We'll get off head tattoos for now. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into something a bit more futuristic. Mm-hmm. Augmented reality. Oh yeah. Ooh. Has that arrived or is that still a fair ways off? As far as e-commerce goes? Yes. I don't really think so. Yeah. yeah I, I think use, I use IKEA's. Yeah. Uh, that's that's probably the only thing I can yeah. think of. Uh, mm. There uh, it works well. Yep, it does work well. Mm. So that's where you can basically um, you know, project a 
piece of furniture into a space. Mm. Um, they've got it around. Oh, I was buying paint on the weekend, mm. house paint, mm. um, and I was going through looking at these color matching things. So mm. uh, they've got things where you can take photos of your room mm-hmm. and then and then paint, and they were all flash based or silver light. Oh, like really? them worked on my phone. Oh. Solar, Waddle Garb, Dulux, mm-hmm. all your websites suck. Um, <laughs> nothing, all flash. Okay. Like what? It must have been technology they've had from you know. Okay, yeah, like five or more years, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that's kind of augmented reality. Okay. You remember like yeah. years and years ago, I used to go to Bunnings as a kid, and they mm-hmm. had the, like that machine which would have different rooms and you could t- tap the walls and the paint color would change it was like a touch screen thing like ages ago I never saw that that sounds awesome before your guys time okay no i don't it's remember very that. early okay it wasn't augmented yeah but i see you know i think especially products that you know, furniture mm. lamps makeup maybe makeup makeup mm. yeah. makeup yeah that would be massive they I must be doing that already. in in um i can't remember uh, like oh so yeah glasses uh, glasses yeah, yeah yeah shoes maybe as well Glasses. Look down your shoe. Is there actual glasses one? Spec savers. That's a really good idea, actually. I can imagine that working well. Okay. Yeah. I think like... um, Is um, it an app or is it a... On the website? Cool. I think I've used that once, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think at at, um, H&M or like Uniqlo, one of those, they had like an in-shop one which is like a giant screen that you stand in front of. Mm. But it looks like a giant mirror. And when you stand in front of it, like these clothes come off, like come up in the mirror... And you type on the mirror, and then the clothes like get augmented onto your body. It'd be good Ooh. if then it just drops, and you, you know, <laughs> it's <same>. completely naked. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the extent that. Hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I think there's a lot more room for creativity that's you know hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, definitely. AR. Yeah. So yeah. so VR stuff. We've we've done a bit of work mm-hmm. on some uh, virtual reality shopping experiences. Yeah. I, I think the thing with with VR is it is still not really that applicable in the home. Like, am I going to put on, you know, a, a Rift or Riff, Rift, Rift, or like a you know, whatever uh, yep. hardware? Yeah, yeah. And then HTC Vive, yeah. Oculus, yeah. And then sit there and have yeah. a better experience of, of shopping, like looking through, than if I were mm-hmm. just on my laptop. So yeah. some of the stuff that we worked with, um, one of our clients helped work on was. I suppose more experiential. So imagine mm. if you're a tourist coming to a, a new place and let's say the wine industry and you get off at the airport mm. and there's the opportunity to go to the cellar door or go out to the outback. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff yeah. kind of makes sense. And you could tie that in with e-com somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't really feel it's there in the home yet. Yeah. I think once once the hardware becomes smaller and more convenient. Yeah. I mean, at, at home I've got a PSVR. And like, oh, do you? Yeah. When did you get that? A while ago got on a black black friday sale Ooh. um but yeah like just setting it up and putting it on it's like it's such a hassle that i don't use as much as i want to mm. what do you play um i play like uh, it's like a shooting game so it came with a bundle like a gun you mm. hold like that and then you kind of shoot aliens um there's yeah there's, there's like really like um cool ones that you can play like if there's one where you use your normal controller yeah but there's like a box surrounding your hand and you have to try to figure out to get your hands out of the box somehow by like moving your hand around it's really cool um, I was gonna say, yeah, but I think like VR is probably more suited for like sports. You know, like if you go into a basketball game or football game, you actually sit in a seat that, like, in the stands, front row seat. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah, I think they have that already. But um, VR, like the actual display in the VR, is not high resolution enough mm. to actually see like detail when the player's really far away. It's like a blur. 
Oh, okay. So you actually watched some of that? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've tried it once. I mean, have you tried things like, oh, what is it, the YouTube? Is it 360? Things like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like with, with the phone. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, but with um, VR thing as well. Oh, no, I haven't, no. No, okay. it's, not, it's not available on yeah, PSVR. I mean, I checked out the Google Cardboard, which is obviously even like, even, you know, the quality is not amazing. Yeah. I mean, the accessibility is really cool. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's putting your phone into those things. Though, like, Samsung obviously pushed it really hard. Like, I don't know. Does it doesn't do that much, really. It doesn't give you that no. much extra. What do you think, David? It's entertaining. Mm. It's entertaining? I think like it's five minutes though, right? Yeah. I think it's a lot is more immersive than novel? I thought it would be. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just old. It is. It is weird though, because it's like it's incredible when you when you're using it, but then after you finish, that like that feeling wears off like really quickly. I don't know. I don't know what's you know. It's kind of hard to explain, but yeah. What else have you got yeah. there on your um, list God, of fun? Some stuff on the list here, but it's a lot of stuff's too boring to talk about. <laughs> All right, let's go with social shopping. Social mm, shopping. Yes. Facebook marketplace. Uh, yeah, I guess you could call that social shopping. Pinterest Pinterest as well. Sure. Pinterest have an actual built-in shop now. And Instagram's just launched. Yeah. Oh, really? Just launched? Yep. Oh, cool. So you can sell stuff straight from Instagram. Yeah. Huh. And I've seen like fashion that's working, you know, so you can literally... You, I see people that like have an outfit and they, they tag all of the elements, mm-hmm. but now you can click on the top and then go through and actually purchase it from there in situation. Okay. Does it link to an external site? Do you actually buy it through Instagram? I believe you can buy it through Instagram, but okay. don't quote me on that. Okay. Have you seen it? I've seen it, but I Hang on. I'll fact check that while we... <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Pinterest, I'm like 80% sure that it, yeah, it works through Pinterest. So when you actually upload like an image of you know someone in a jacket, you can actually um, create like a product and then payment details and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so that's I mean that's that's pretty cool. That's probably like the next wave. I feel like. Just to go back uh, to your like stuff about photos. Mm-hmm. When I was in, in the UK, I, I don't. Do you guys use you use Gumtree and the secondhand stuff quite a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So in the UK, I, I use Gumtree heaps, but I was uh, for a little while I was. So I bought a couple of bikes. I had three, four bikes stolen. And I was going to go used to... Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. Buying bikes. And in the process, I kept seeing these bikes that were like pretty good value, like, mm-hmm. like 90 pounds or something. But mm. the person that just put it up, I don't know, they just wanted to get rid of it or mm-hmm. whatever reason. They didn't really you know, care that much. Mm-hmm. Crappy photo, crappy listing. Yeah. yeah. Now, on a number of occasions, went and bought the bike, took it home, cleaned it, wrote a nice listing, took some nice photos of my SLR, mm-hmm. a little bit of background blur and then mm. the streetscape yeah. and then like literally doubled the price same okay. day yeah Flip it. boom oh, wow. wow doubled your money huh. just with a nice photo and a good description yeah okay. works yeah mm. that's, that's, that's interesting yeah that's cool so what you, you just bought bikes and resold and was it just that one bike no i did it several times oh, okay huh. yeah okay uh so the product itself comes up with the price and then links through to your e-commerce facility oh, okay but it's, but it's like a badge of some kind that clearly says that. Yeah, like you it's literally a, click a product. it and it will come up with the price of that product. Oh, cool. Oh, it's like kind of like tags? Tags. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm, like shopping tags. Yeah. Those away suitcases are really cool, by the way. That's a really yeah. nice, really, really nice. Awaytravel.com. Okay. Beautiful website. You can change all the colors and they do that. Oh, cool. It's really customizable. Oh, cool. Yeah, think about suitcases. Like kind mm. of <laughs> yeah. fetish. I love, I love backpacks. Yeah, backpacks. Yeah, yeah I'll pay that. Yeah. Luggage in general. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's like it's kind of like weird because I like them so much. I never actually buy any backpacks. 
because I I like them too much and, mm. I, and I spend too much time like not I liking any of them. I've had that peak one for I can t- two years now. I need to get yeah. a new one. Yeah, that, you back, the, yeah, that in case one I've got, I've had for like eight years. Yeah, <laughs> same <laughs> one. Yeah. Well, I spent so long looking to find that perfect in case one I want. Like mm. I was looking, I was trying to find it in Bangkok, and I was trying mm. to find it, and then yeah, went for the uh, the peak. Yeah, I go crumpling Kickstarter. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Kickstarter is an interesting version of e-commerce. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Basically, you're paying for something before it exists. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, do we do we want to talk something more technical, kind of like uh, actual maybe the checkout flow or the cart and things like that? I don't know how. I, I think mm, it's interesting looking at it from a, a consumer's point of view, but mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that's that's how we do it when we're building websites. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that we look for most is is ease of use and you know, as little barriers to entry as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Native mobile apps as e-commerce is great because your credit card details are saved and yep. you know, just ASOS is absolutely nice. You just jump straight in and you know th- once you find something, you just click and it comes. You know, yeah, you yeah. Don't say put in your address details again. So things like that we really like to do and you know, have a quick, easy login so everything's mm-hmm. saved, all your preferences are saved, and boom, once you once you click add to cart, it's 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 ready to roll. Yeah. Shippings, you know. Shipping set up easily so that it's based on your postcode. It's automatically set or, f- or, or free is even mm-hmm. better. Um, so I think facilitating those sort of real ease of uh, ease of shopping mm-hmm. is important. Yeah, but there's I mean there's a lot of psychology that goes into it, um, and, and things like I suppose getting people that potentially based off how they're browsing mm-hmm. are sort of dropping off, getting them yeah. back in. And not even when there's not even through remarketing or sort of, you know, pushing adverts afterwards, but within mm-hmm. the store itself. So, yeah. mm-hmm. have you seen the pop-ups? I, I know we're not big fans of pop-ups here, but the ones that are like a, um, a roulette wheel, and it's like you know, spin this, and mm-hmm. you, you get you'll uh, earn you a different percentage off. So it'll give you like a discount code. Okay, which which sites have seen those? In? Uh, heaps. Oh, really? Once, oh, okay. once no, I saw I one, I just saw them all the time. Oh, really? You seen it? So like yeah, spin this and you'll get a, a discount code. Okay. Huh. There's like there's a pop up that I always see when I go shopping online is, um, get ten percent off your first order, which yep. always works on me because I'm planning to buy something. Yeah. It's actually a good deal as well. Um, but yeah, like I mean, one of the big things I see coming up is just the one click purchase now. Yep. With through, yeah. With through PayPal and Shopify. Yeah. So basically, every site has PayPal now. Mm. So basically, now instead of going through the entire um, checkout flow you just click check out with paypal you click it once you put in your that's paypal it. password and boom it's done mm. so it pulls in your address pulls in everything yeah so yeah i mean like that kind of eliminates a lot of the checkout um research that we do yeah um through the actual yeah so like yeah i mean people can buy stuff really easily just with one click because i mean it is it is crazy how much work goes into um designing a checkout flow you know it's kind of like a I like to kind of compare it to a casino. I mean, you go into a casino, they don't have any windows. Sure. They have all these like crazy artwork. The one you look yeah. at, it confuse you to get you to a particular <laughs> point. Cheap drinks. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of how a checkout works. So mm. usually like not all checkouts, but some basically they'll get rid of the menu header. So there's, mm. there's no way for you to get out of there. And then it will kind of funnel you through all the way to the end, which is, I mean, it's, it's smart. Mm. Yeah. You're right though. I think, yeah, you want to have like as little resistance as possible just because, I mean, you mm. do drop like a ton of people on yeah, that checkout yeah, flow for yeah, sure. sure. And it is frustrating as well, like going through and like putting in your address details like again and your mm-hmm. credit card details again. Like I think you're right. Like that one click, it just makes it so much easier and mm. just 
makes it easy to be like, oh, I want that. I yeah. just hit the button. That's it. But I think the thing that people didn't think about early on and that maybe they're thinking about more now is creating that kind of, yeah, it's like it's like an actual shop. So if you, if you create a, a, a retail store and you come in and the customer service is horrible and it's visually merchandised terribly, mm-hmm. you know, the, the shopkeeper's out the back watching TV, mm. like they're not really going to want to buy anything in there. Mm, yeah. You might buy it because it's there and it's at a price point. Mm-hmm. But if you go into a, a beautifully um, uh, stocked store like Lee Street Luggage, which I love that shop, and mm-hmm. then the, the owner comes up to you and they're like super passionate about all the products and they're mm-hmm. telling you all this stuff. Hey, this thing's so cool. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? And mm-hmm. not hard selling, but really excited about the products. And, you know, everywhere you look, there's interesting things. Like just mm-hmm. taking that experience and putting it onto a, onto a web site is, mm-hmm. you know, going to go a lot further in actually selling products and upselling and related products. And, yeah. oh, if, you know, what if you buy these three things, you may as well get this as well because this is a bundle. And mm-hmm. obviously we can mm-hmm. set all that stuff up with uh, you know, software so that it happens automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think that like um, kind of more traditional like brick and mortar stores have like really upped their game because of the online presence? So do you, I mean, do you think stores like Apple or like the Tesla store, how it's really nice, you can go in there, you can play with things. I feel like part of that is like a response to the fact, you know, that if you're shopping online, it's cheap and it's easy and you can just grab it. Whereas if you want to go to a store, you're looking for something, you know, explicit. Like you want to go there for the experience with people. I think experience is the word. So I don't yeah, know yeah. whether overall people mm-hmm. have jumped onto it. But I think it, I think there's been, you know, even though retail's kind of in a bad spot at the moment, mm-hmm. there's been this push um, by good retailers anyway to have your sort of flagship store and that, that experience where you come yeah, in yeah. and you, you know, things are tangible and, it's, yeah. it, you know, it, it's a... Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a whole mm. experience as opposed to just being you know a commodity store. Yeah, do you think that would have existed without this you know push with e-commerce? I, I think so. You always had mm. it. So you always had mm. your sort of flagship, you know, uh, you know, especially all the big sort of luxury brands. You yeah. know, have, have their flagship stores. Mm. I think maybe it might push uh, some of the smaller retailers. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, things like Harvey Norman and. Yeah, electronic retailers. I mean, Dick Smith is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Kogan. Look at Kogan does a great job, right? Mm. Like Kogan, why would you go to Harvey Norman and get talked to by some second-rate vacuum salesman mm. that doesn't know what he's <laughs> talking about? <laughs> when you can go to Kogan and got yeah. really good reviews, mm-hmm. really competitive pricing, yeah, really good delivery. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think hopefully it pushes them to because I would go to the high street brick and mortar store if there was really good advice and yeah exactly. jb hi-fi is not a bad example jb hi-fi staff i think they hire mm-hmm. young people that are kind of switched on and yeah, yeah. actually know a little bit about what they're talking about yeah, yeah. if i'm buying tech gear like we just like if i want to bought this mixer mm-hmm. um i want to go in there and get advice by someone i don't want to go in and just have some guy that's you know getting 20 bucks an hour mm-hmm. doesn't, yeah doesn't care. just selling stuff yeah 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 i think that's true because I watched a video recently, I can't remember what it's called, but the guy was talking about how um, branding has changed from being very like local and like, not local, sorry, being very logo centric. Now it's switched to, you know, just kind of feel more than actual visual. Sure. So like, you know, when you walk into, I don't know, for example, like Target, like you walk into a Target and then a Kmart, like in, in the actual shop, it feels different. Yeah. Um, same thing if I walk into like an EB Games, like the... Like the staff there actually know about games rather than if I go to a Target and try to buy a game. Like the people at EB like actually really do care about the game. They actually sure. talk to you and like, you know, mm. and yeah, talk to you about the latest game. This is good, this is not good. They actually tell you. Mm. Yeah. I think it's that, you know, price point and, and 
uh, like ease of delivery or convenience, there's always gonna, like people are going to go for convenience. But at the end of the day, some people actually want to have you know, that that service, and they then mm. they do want to go. You know, like it's nice to go and buy fresh fruit and veg and, and feel the mm. yeah know, for sure feel yeah. the avocados. Mm. Yeah. And you know, some things it's convenient for Coles just to deliver. But I think I think more and more as e-commerce becomes more prevalent in our lives, that peop- that retailers are going to have to do a better job of their in-person retail experience mm. but then integrate e-commerce into that and so this, this sort of omni-channel marketing that you get around you know it's just one big market so you've got your e-com you've got your high street retailer mm. you might have a discounter you might have vr down the track but mm. it's all big one part of your mm. your presence i think yeah and you're gonna do it all well yeah yeah and you're gonna do something different in, in retail than you would on online yeah so like so so say if you were looking to buy something Let's say I don't know a, a backpack, um, and you saw it online, and then you saw it say in the city for you know like I don't know twenty thirty dollars more. Would you prefer to buy it in the city or buy it online? It depends how quickly I want it. Yeah. Mm. But if I went, if I saw a backpack online that I thought was cool, mm-hmm. and I'd research the crap out of it, yeah. and then I went into the city and I went to a store. And the person in there knew about it and was excited about it and was mm. talking to me about it. Yeah. Especially if it's a, an independent store. But if it's not, mm. then I'll probably buy it there. Because mm-hmm. it's there. Mm. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm here. I just... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That I, I personally do like support, like, you know, not the Harvey Normans of the world, but independent retailers for sure. Mm. Or people that are just doing a good job. I, if I'm shopping, like if I'm bu- buying clothes, I'll walk into a store and be like, I want someone to sell me stuff now. I don't really want to look for things. Mm. Like I want someone, if I've got to buy shoes, yeah, yeah. like dress shoes or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if someone comes up and like, oh, you know, we've got this range and you know, try this on, this looks good. It's like giving me service. Yeah. Like, sweet, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll buy stuff from mm-hmm. you. Mm. And it often, you know, can get upsold on things. So if you're in a sort of you know, shopping shopping mode. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But I feel like a lot of times you don't get that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the experience is better online because I can sit and look at, 50 different reviews and mm-hmm. check prices mm-hmm. and, you know, gather so much information mm-hmm. in 15 minutes yeah. and I wouldn't get that same experience yeah, in the yeah. store. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's true for me as well because I want to buy, like, books and, like, comics especially, for example. I just like going to the comic shop and talking to the guy there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And him, like, you know, telling me about the latest stuff because obviously I can't keep up with all of it. Mm. And even though it's, like, you know, almost I don't know, 10, 10, 20% more than online, it, you know, you do get that, you know. Yeah, um, I mean... It, I don't know. It, Conversation, it, at at yeah. price point, online's the best. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Mm. I think things that you know you don't need right away that you can have shipped then mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up there this way. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there was a few tidbits of information in there <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you check us out on Instagram um, at Digital Noir, um, I put a little poll up uh, for. Actually, it probably won't be up there by the time you hear this. I'll mm. put another one up today when mm. this launches next Friday um, to look at some topics for the next couple of weeks. Um, we've got some cool guests lined up um, in the next few weeks, which you can check us out on our Facebook page. And uh, yeah. and also make sure to check out last week's. So yes. that, that was when um, Michelle Pearson was on, the yeah, cabaret cook. Really great chat with Michelle Pearson, mm. um, who's got uh, an event coming up at Tasting Australia in the next couple of weeks mm. where she cooks and sings cabaret at the same time mm-hmm. um sounds like a yeah. really a very, cool event yeah very good combination yep. of things she was awesome we had yeah. a really good chat mm-hmm. but we should have got her to bring some food or yes. cook for us and or also sing, sing for yeah. us, and sing sing for yeah. us. Yeah. i know yeah. I, I, fi- I find it uncomfortable asking people to sing 
even, even if that's their job. It's yeah. like, like playing guitar, you know, people just start playing guitar. Yeah. and It's like it's like asking for a doctor, like, what's, what's this thing on my skin? Mm. That kind of thing, yeah. Is, it, is that what it's like? <laughs> I think so. Do people ask you to design things for them? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I'm not at work now. I don't know. They still do. Mm. Family mostly, but... Do people ask you to look at their skin? Uh, rarely, but it does happen, mm. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers for uh, <laughs> cheers for cheers for being here. Thanks yeah. to uh, Big D, our producer, for doing all the production stuff. <laughs> and also Nate. Nate for filming. Yes. Yeah. So you can also check us out on YouTube. Uh, we got most of the podcast <laughs> going up there. Uh, pretty sure. Just check out search Digital Noir on YouTube, and you'll you'll find us. Cool. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Thanks. See you guys. Catch you next week. See ya. Yep. <laughs>